our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diette Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. Welcome. Oh my God. Happy New Year. Oh my God. Good morning, Miss Mary. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Um, this is a show where I do talk to other people about their lives, their modalities, and how spirit really has kind of affected those types of things. Um, each week I do have a guest. This week is Miss Karen Remine. Oh my God, you're gonna love Karen. She's just she entered my life about Gosh, about a year and a half ago or so, and she's just, I'll tell you what, I got to finally meet her face-to-face because it's always been Facebook, online, blah, blah, blah. You know the drill, but I got to meet her about a month ago face-to-face, and I just held her and just wanted to cry because she's just just a, a wonderful, dynamic person. And honestly, I couldn't think of another person that I wanted to start the, the show with for the new year. Honestly, I just could not, I could not think of another person. So um, there you go. With that being said, we're going to bring her on a little bit. And believe it or not, I'm just trying to find the show. Oh, my God. Somebody take me in my own show. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Tim. Happy New Year, guys. I'm just trying to find this wonderful show so that I can tag it and bag it and go from there. But you know how this works. I I always said I was I was doing so good for so long, and now I'm not doing so good again, apparently. Um but clearly I'm on live because people are seeing me. So let me see if I try again. No, try it again. It's not showing up, Todd. I don't know why I'm not seeing it. I don't know I'm not seeing it. It's not showing up for me, Todd, for me to say, hey, I'm here. I'd love meeting your guests. People come in. Good morning. Happy New Year, Miss Teresa. So yeah, Todd, I can't find it on the network. You are, yeah, I figured that. Um, thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to do that. That's what I did, Todd. And Let's try it this way. Copy. I'm sorry, guys. This is just par for course. Then you guys know nothing has changed with me from the old year to the new year. Um, but there we go. It is so funny because I've been going to the same link and it was not giving it to me. Todd gives me the direct link and boom, there we are. We are. Uh, let's get this shared a few places, guys. Let's get this shared a few places. Um, so... This week, we are going to just kind of continue the journeys and all that wonderful stuff. I'm just going to share this a few places, and we're going to get talking a little bit. Tell me, guys, how has how was your New Year's? What did you all do for New Year's Eve? Did, did you go out with a rip-roaring blast? Did you stay home like I did and have a little party with a bunch of little rugrats? You know, the little, I love party with the babies, you know. Um, <clears throat> I mean, what did y'all do? Did you have fun? Did you change it up? I seen so many people like did these beautiful black tie events and they were just amazing little rock stars. I mean, I'm like, whoa, that is so cool. Um, to me that is anyway. So, um, so what do y'all guys do? Let me look back. What do you all do? 
Um, very quiet since dad passed. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Stephanie. I'm sorry to hear that. What did everybody else do this New Year's Eve? What did you do to change things up? What did you do to look at life a little bit differently? Does anybody know? Anybody out there? Am I, I feel silent today, and it's probably because I'm still sharing, and oh, I'm just, you know, seven minutes in, and I'm still trying to figure out life. Isn't that, isn't that the powerful course? And I'll tell you what, this year for myself is going to be a whole lot of new beginnings. I have officially entered the ones. And I know you guys have heard me talk about those numbers a lot of times. I know you know the guest I've had on several times, Miss Kelly Brickle. She has two of her own shows. She's so dynamic when it comes to numbers and all that amazing stuff because it's Kelly and she's just, she's a rock star. So if you ever have a chance to watch her, her um, psychic reading hour reading show, which I believe is Friday's, you need to take that time to go and check it out. But you know, last year was an eight for me, or the year before last year was an eight for me, as everybody knows. Um, but this last year, this 2022 was, um, was, uh, let me see. It was an, a nine. And it was so funny because Kelly would laugh at me over and over and over again because I'd be like, I'm in an eight. I'm in an eight. She's like, oh, my God. And it, finally, finally in December, she got it through my head. She's like, no, you're in a nine. And that's why this sucks for you is because it's just been shedding away and shedding away and shedding away. I think I've got this shared everywhere and anywhere, guys. But just a little bit of sh just shedding everything. You know, good morning, Mike. Um. Oh, oh, beautiful, and Mary. Oh, I've seen that post of the, the angel in the clouds. That was gorgeous. <clears throat> um, good morning, Lori. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. Kelly is amazing. Oh, awesome. She is. Um, but so I've just moved into a nine or one. What do you guys think of my this is actually like a shawl that's driving me batty. I thought my shirt was too plain. So let's be the black widow. How's that? We'll do it this way. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm moving into a one year and a one year means all about new beginnings and hello anthony from west texas i love that i'm moving into a one year and a one year is all about peanut butter toast guys great stuff clearly i did not finish my breakfast this morning but moving into a one year is all about it's about new beginnings and new zest and new everything which is really cool and um believe it or not this comes into <laughs> what i'm going to talk about today but coming into a new year for me and that new year really is just about all new um new everything for myself okay so like yesterday guys i signed a contract i signed a contract to work um through uh the school of magicus and that's with petty petty degrees school um so i'm going to start teaching some courses through there for the next few years um i've 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 you know, just so many things. As I wept away this last year, you know what? Things that I have going, I have just exonated because I was like, you know, it's not working for me anymore. I mean, it hasn't been working for me. Um, it kept me kind of in this dire strait, this rut type feeling. Um, and I wasn't enjoying life very much. Um, oh, I know Patty's awesome. I know, I know, I know. I love Nick and Patty both are just amazing people. <clears throat> and, um, you know, just a lot of things that kept me what I felt in this rut. Like, I can't get out of this rut. I can't go on. Am I really enjoying life? I, what is going on? And I'll tell you what, December was a month for me just to really sit in my crap 
and get rid of it. And I'm almost wondering how all of you guys have been that way, you know, because for me, you know, it's like getting rid of the year, but me, it was also getting rid of a whole cycle, a whole cycle. I'm done with this last cycle. I'm moving into a new cycle and starting brand new. Good morning, Mo. Happy new year. And um, so for me, I, I just literally, and I, I waited until January 1st and it, well, I didn't wait. I just was kind of had to wait and clear out some stuff in my head before <clears throat> I could get ready to sign that contract. And finally, it was literally New Year's Eve and my head went, sign it. It's time to sign. I went, really? And they went, time to sign. I went, okay. So um, I, I literally, you know, um, went to sleep and woke up yesterday and, and didn't realize the date and signed it. And was like, whoa, wait a second. Brand new, new year, new, number one, new cycle, new everything. And it really made me to start to think, like, what is the rest of my, what is this year going to be about? <clears throat> and, of course, then Neil Diamond Walsh comes in, because you know how much I love Neil. And this is what he writes today. You know, and this is, um, you know, he believes God wants you to know today, Paige. And, guys, if you if you are not subscribed to this, <clears throat> God, my throat is just like, eh. If you're not subscribed to this, I'm going to tell you what you need to be. You really do, because it's great advice. So it says, my friend, I believe God wants you to know that as you start the, fir this, the first full week of the new year, you should do, <laughs> let me start it again. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. that as you start the first full work week of the new year, you should do no work at all. Curious, huh? The point of your activities throughout the day is not to make a living, but to make a life, not to work, but to create joy. If you are doing what you are doing merely to pay the bills, you will have missed the major reason for all of life. The purpose of life is to know and express who you are. If you do other than that, if you do other than that during the days and times of your life, you will have not used the days and times in a way that profits your soul. Is your soul profit we are after here, not body profit. So this first week of the new year is a good time to contemplate that. Yes, I love that. I love that. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. Um, and I think it's. I think that's pretty dynamic. I think that's really dynamic. And I'll, I'll tell you what. I if I if I when I read it, I went. You know what? I think I've kind of heard this from Neil before, but I've heard it from other people also, and I've heard it from my own self. Now, one thing I teach, one thing I teach is, you know, and I teach a lot of people this because what people do is when they call to get readings, I go, hey, what, what's your question? They go, what's, a, what's my life purpose? And I go, ah, oh, God, I can't tell you that. That's for you to find out. Because one thing is your purpose changes every single day, all the time. What you're here for, you know what I mean? But I will tell you what, what I tell people is life, you know, the soul, when it comes here, when it comes here, when it when it, it is birthed into a body, it's here for the experiences. It's here for to learn, to grow, to understand. Now, I know when you think, God, oh, when I'm a soul, everybody says, when I'm a soul, I'll learn all. Well, you do. You learn a lot. But it doesn't mean you're going to understand it. The soul is all about love. It's about pure, divine love. And that's what the soul knows. And unless a soul has been in a body to experience this wonderful life, it has no clue what it is. It can't have a conversation and learn. It has to experience it. So your purpose in life is literally to come here 
and to experience life, experience everything. Now, if you're living in a life that is literally, okay, you want to live for your weekend, so you get up every day and you go to work and you do the same thing all day long, you get home and you cook your dinner and then you put up your feet and you watch American Idol or whatever you're watching at night and you go to bed by 9 or 10 o'clock at night and you wake up at 4 o'clock the next morning and you do it all over again until you get to Friday night at 5 o'clock and ding, ding, time to have that beer and get on the boat on Saturday. And I'm not saying that's not an amazing life because that's the life you want. Awesome. Go for it and live it. Experience it. But if you're going to work and you're like, oh, God, I have to go to work. I dread going to work. I can't stand going to work. That means you got to have an attitude change. You have to have an attitude change. Okay. Now, yeah, I am the person that says, put your job, go on and have a different life. You know what? If you're doing this and you can't stand it, find something else and go enjoy your life. <clears throat> but I'll tell you what, not everybody's able to do that. Not everybody's able to just cut the news, quit, and go on. Some people really, you have to look at things differently. And I'll tell you what, I tell this to people all the time, have a freaking attitude adjustment. You need to change your attitude, okay? How do you get out of your way of being? You change your attitude. It's as simple as that. Start looking at life like you're going to start enjoying it. Start looking at life as you're going to have fun with it. Now, my mom, God bless her heart, you know, and I'm not going to say, I'm, God bless her soul, but she's still alive, you know. My mom worked at General Motors for 30 plus years, 30 plus years. And I'll tell you what, not all the time that she worked there, nor the time she, she's been retired for 20 years, has she ever said a bad thing about her job? Never. Now, was she a person that got up, went to, I mean, got up at three o'clock in the morning? Yes. Went to work. Yes. Came home. Yes. Did all that stuff. Yes. And did stuff on the weekend. Yes. Yes. And yes. And she took her yearly vacations and yes. But my mother also knew how to experience life while at that job. Experience life, but she experienced people. She knew she had to get up and go to work. She knew she had to do that to pay bills, but she never wasted a single day not experiencing the people around her, not experiencing life. She never went, oh my God, I can't stand to do this. I can't stand to do that because that's not how she's built. She always experienced always she never had then would she have liked to have done other things possibly but she experienced life she still does today even retired for 20 years she still gets up and she experiences life she still has her routine she still does but she enjoys she experiences today every day for her is a new day every day she even if she's talking to the same friend that same friend is interacting with different people and they're discussing it and the soul is experiencing things and a lot of times that's what you have to do guys because i'll tell you what yes the world's got to go around so i'm not telling everybody to quit their factory job and their police jobs and blah 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 i'm talking about changing the way you look at life change the way you see things sometimes you have to wake up and put the rose colored glasses on sometimes you have to wake up and put the emerald glasses on sometimes they have to be clear glasses but really just start to look at the different experiences and start to grow within those experiences and it's incredible now in my life i am about signing new contracts getting rid of the old saying screw it to this screw it to that you know what i mean anybody that knows me 20 what the hell 2020 i i actually i'll tell you it's probably 2019 honestly <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, where I said I wasn't going to be a nurse anymore. 
took me a year to walk out of that position. I'll tell you, in the, the year of 2019, I probably only worked 10, 15 shifts. That's eight-hour shifts. I was walking. I was done. But it wasn't until 2020 I finally said, screw it. I'm done. And I walked away. Let me see what Mike has to say. Mike said, I had to do something for a minute, but to answer the question on the post year, I hear people say they're getting over the year, just getting over it to me. It's like letting go. There's a difference. If you like get over or move on, you still with the feelings, you still deal with exactly, exactly. Oh, I love that, Mike. I love that. Um, and that's exactly it, you know. Um, Exactly, Mike, on both of those things. Because Mike is basically, and Mike is reiterating exactly what I'm saying. It is about changing how you look, changing how you do with things. And you know what? Um, like I was getting back to that when I took the month of December to really kind of go into my feelings, go into my heart, go into going, what is going on with me? What is going on with me? Why am I feeling the way I was feeling? And, you know, it took me a month. Okay, other people do it really quick. Other people go really, really snail mail slow. But the important thing is to really get to that point of starting. So guys, I want you to really look at things in life and go, you know what, am I enjoying my life right now? Am I enjoying my life? Okay. I'm going to give you kind of a step by step process how to start to enjoy life, how to look at life a little differently, how to feel different. And it doesn't mean you know, again, it doesn't mean divorce, quit your job, move to another country, although all that might sound really cool. First thing I want you to do this morning is to start to declutter your life. Start to declutter. Go to your closet, clean out a closet. Go to your drawers, clean out the drawers. What don't you wear anymore? What don't you use anymore? What do you really, what is just filler stuff in your life? What is filler? This is going to help you to change the energy. It's going to help you to change your energy because while you're doing that, while you're doing that, you're also going to be processing, oh my God, I'm getting rid of the, the 12 pairs of pants I haven't worn since I was in high school because I haven't been able to get my thigh into them anymore, <laughs> you know, but damn, my butt looks good now. Um, you're going to get rid of all that clutter. But while you're doing that, while you're clearing out that clutter, you're changing the energy. You're literally changing the energy. And I'll tell you what, I don't know how many of you, I mean, I've lived in the same, you know, space here for the last few years. And the space never changes, the walls never move. But when I go through and I declutter and I get rid of all the crap I've never, I, I don't use anymore, all of a sudden it feels like a whole new space. The energy has changed. I start to breathe into it and I start to feel, oh my God, I like where I live. It's just brand new to me. Okay. But I change that energy. I clear it. I, I raise the vibration around me. That really is going to get you to part two, which is going to start to declutter your life. And you're going to look at your life and you're going to think, what doesn't serve me anymore? Is it people? Is it stuff? Is it your job? Is it your attitude? You know, you're going to look at that and you're going to start to declutter your life. What no longer works for you? Do you have extracurricular activities? Are you like a bowler and you, oh my God, I just it's dread to go there anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. You know, who says you can't quit mid-season? You're going to look at those things and go, what do you not need in your life anymore? And you're going to declutter your life. 
And that's going to start to change the vibration of your life. It's going to start to change the vibration of you because you're going to start to go, you're getting rid of things that you no longer want around you. You're going to get away from those things that no longer serve you. Okay. And then you're going to look at yourself and go, okay, what else in my life do I not like? If it's your job and you go, but I can't quit my job. And that's true. You may not be able to quit your job. You may not be able to go right now, gone. But what you can do is go, is there another job I can go to? Is there something else I can do? Because you can look online and trust me, you can fill out a lot of resumes and a lot of applications. Or is it you have to change your attitude about your job? Now, I'll tell you what. I've had to do that. I've had those jobs where it's like I couldn't leave it. I had to pay bills. I was raising kids. I was doing the whole thing. But when I changed my attitude, life changed completely. Good morning, Michelle. And this is what happened. I went from, oh, my God, I don't want to go to work. God, I hate that person. Oh, they're so drama-filled. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was just too much. I hated going. I hated seeing the same people. I hated seeing everything. And But there's nothing else I can do. I, I'm stuck here. And I literally went, hmm, let me see. What can I do with this? I looked at the drama person that I could not stand to even look at anymore. And in my head, I started to giggle. Instead of yelling and complaining, I started to giggle. And I thought, wow, to have such an interesting life, to have so much going on in the life all that, all the time, all the, all, ooh, and I would sit there and laugh in my head. Now, I wasn't laughing at them. It was my way of changing my attitude. I found pleasure. I got to the point where I almost enjoyed listening to them going, oh, my God, again, something new. Oh, my God, something new. Realizing that they weren't seeing what I was seeing, but that was okay because that's their concern. That's their whatever. But I had to change my attitude of how I seen that person at work. And then I had to change my attitude about work because I'll tell you what, when I went to work as a nurse, oh my God, it seemed like they would put the building on my shoulders of everything to do. My to-do list never, just never quit. It got longer and longer and longer and longer. And oh my God, to the point where I couldn't stand it anymore. And I would complain like, oh my God, can't anybody else do this job or is it just me? I had to change my attitude on that. And I went, wait a second kind of strive for this crap. I really do. Because when I go to work and they're not asking me to do everything else and they're giving it to other people, I'd be going, well, what am I doing wrong? Am I good enough? Do I have to work harder? What do I have to do? And I would literally strive to be that person that got more put on their plate. <clears throat> because somewhere in there, doing more work to me makes me feel like I'm important or I'm special or, oh my God, I'm doing a great job. And I had to realize that's not my strove for. That's something that I literally went, oh my God, I want to do this. I like going to work and doing all this extra stuff. Why? Because it makes me feel good. Like I am doing a good job and they trust me to do more. So that helped me to change my attitude. But then I also had to realize that in my mind, I had to put boundaries up. I can't do it all. Can't do it all. So I realized within myself that I created the situation. I also realized within myself that that situation made me feel good. 
and I shouldn't gripe about something I've asked for. And that, again, I had to put boundaries. I couldn't do it all. There's other nurses, other shifts, other other departments, other everything. <coughs> and that helped me change my attitude. It helped me change my way of looking at things. And those are steps that you need to do for yourself. And I was able to do that until I realized that that job no longer served me. But I found something else I did love to do. I love talking to dead people. I love standing up and doing energy work and, and doing healings. I love having people come to me for guidance in their life. I love this radio station. I love helping people. And really, even being a nurse, that's what I was doing. I just wasn't enjoying the way I was doing it anymore. So I found a way to switch gears. I developed a business. I put my name out there. And I went, I can do this. And it's incredible when that happens. It's incredible when you start to change your attitude. When you start to look at life and go, you know what? I'm going to do things I loved. At first, I'm going to, I'm going to look at my life and understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I can declutter my life. So I can change the vibration, the energy of my life. And then as that happens, you're going to, you're going to start to realize that even within the same four walls, you can change everything the way you view things. And the minute you do that and you start to explore that and understand that, then you can start to explore and understand the view of how you look at things. And that, my friends, is when you can start to see or partake in the idea of changing other things up and do it with success. <clears throat> do it with I can do this, I can feel this, and this can happen. And that's when the beauty of all this happens, is when you start to change your attitude, when you start to learn yourself a little bit more, and you start to learn to love yourself and love life and understand why you're doing it all, you're going to start to love different things in your life. Hello, Belize. And then you can start to literally live a life that you're loving every day of all that you're doing doesn't have to be the big changes that make that. It's the small ones that do. So guys, learn to love yourselves. Learn to love life. Learn to love the experiences because that's what this is about is experiences. Don't take life as one big hole. Break it down into the smaller experiences and learn to love life. You'll stop. Trust me, you're going to stop looking at life like it's so hard or so, and you'll start to enjoy it so much more. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, Mike, definitely not all at once. This takes time. It takes time. It took me a year and a half to get to that point. But with that being said, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to bring in Miss Karen. This is Diet here at School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. If you're a fan of the paranormal world, then you'll love WLTKDB Talk Radio. Talk shows bringing you the latest on everything paranormal, cryptozoological, metaphysical, true crime, psychic readings, and more. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB. 
Dot-com. Hello, everybody. This is Tia here on WLTKDB.com, Speak With Your Spirit. And I am back, and we've been talking this morning about changing our minds, changing our attitudes, learning to live to love, live to love life, and love those experiences. And I want to switch gears a little bit and bring in my guest, Miss Karen. Hi, hun. Hi. Good to see you. <laughs> Good Monday morning. It's a bright new year. This is a great day to come be on your show. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. I was telling everybody in the very, very beginning how um, you came into my life like a year and a half, two years ago, something like that. And it's always been Facebook and online. I said, but when I finally got to meet you last month, I held you and I think I cried. I just, I felt like I joined energy with you and it was, it was incredible. And you're a person I didn't want to let go of, you know? I, I, just, I, I think, I think it's so amazing. Hey, Tim, thank you very much. I think it's so amazing yet when we think that we know people, like I felt like I really knew you and I connected with you on Zoom and then all different in personal conversation and professional conversation. But then when you meet somebody in person and you're already tuned into energetically feeling things, it's really different. It is, isn't it? It's like, wow, it's incredible. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I've had those moments where I hug people. I'm like, eh, not, not so much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Miss Karen, you're a psychic and a medium and a teacher. And yes, you're a teacher. And everything. <laughs> Can you tell everybody just how this crazy world for you got started? I mean, and this is a, and you know what? Most people, this is a crazy world, but for you, this is truly a change. This is, yep, a big change. When I was younger, I definitely knew things. I think that's that psychic ability that we all have, just tuning in or just being aware of things. I could make people call. I was mystified how I could think about somebody and then they would call me. I thought it was just a special thing <laughs> that I had the ability to do. And so... As I was getting older, uh, coming from a relatively conservative space in the Midwest, I was kind of taught to shut that stuff down. Right. And when I moved in, let's see, I would have been 19. So I moved to Houston and um, I had this great experience. I got into corporate America and I was working and someone came in and said, hey, we're going to go see a medium this weekend. Do you want to go with us? And I was like, what's a medium? They're like, oh, we pay this lady and she talks to our dead people. I was like, that's a job? <laughs> that is amazing. I had no idea. Why isn't this taught in college? So... <laughs> So I continued on in my corporate America career because I really didn't have confidence. I really didn't have 
um, I hadn't trained those muscles to be able to do that work fluently. So I uh, ran a record label. I uh, worked with several different companies that were in bankruptcy that were trying to come out and to reestablish. That was sort of was my forte in that space as a consultant. And then the last job that I was working at, my business partner and I had opened up a parking app in Los Angeles. So if you think Airbnb for parking, Oh, wow. So I was running that and um, I had an experience in 2017 where I was working on my corporate America spreadsheet, my uh, all focused on everything home alone. And I heard a voice and that voice said, Karen. And I said, God, (laughs) (laughs) hello, who are you? And uh it came again. It said, Karen, and I had no fear. I knew there was something that was so compassionate and such love in the voice. And then it said, your father's going to pass tonight. And I, and I knew it to be as true as I was sitting in the chair at my desk. There was no fear. It was an absolute, I understood what it was. And I took it for what it was. So I, um, I decided after I worked myself through that process, and indeed, my dad did pass that night, that as I worked myself through that process, that it was such a beautiful moment for me to be able to get to say those last words and get to hear those last things while he was here on earth. That if I could bring that ability for people who didn't get to hear the voice before their loved ones passed, that I really felt like I I owed it to people to be able to do that for them. It's like a passion of mine to be able to do that. So yeah, I called up my business partner and I said, I'll remain on the board of these businesses, but I'm going to go talk to dead people. I can <laughs> longer working corporate America and he completely supported me wow that's he was you know if you're selling parking spaces in LA you can do anything (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna put that out there (laughs) (laughs) I that is that is an idea that I'll tell you what I think that's divinely inspired either way like come on you know, you heard voices. It was, it was an experience for sure. It really was. You know, it was, a, it was a lot of fun, actually. You know, I think that how I got here um, on that path and through these people and everything and my late blooming into this space, that it I needed all of that to be where I'm at and how it is I work here. So... Uh, in this space. So I'm, I really, I had a lot of great opportunities. I've had a lot of fun in my life. I, I love that. I, 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 do, I honestly love that because your story is just so unique. You know, I mean, everybody's is, but I love how your story just. <sighs> Time to switch. You know, there's just, <laughs> loop, I'm done. And, but to have that confidence. That is huge to have that confidence, just to be able to say, I'm no longer going to do this. I'm going to do this now. That's huge. You know, that 
Cute. I think I stressed a few people. Um, morning, Kimberly. Um, I think that it's a, an interesting thing with my confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm really, my confidence isn't there. I've said this before to several people. Spirit comes in on this side of me. So whenever I'm talking to somebody and getting ready to do a reading, I feel, you know, the butterflies, I feel the nervous and everything. And keep in mind, corporate America, I needed to have control. So I needed to know the money. I needed to know what we were doing next. I needed to be prepared. And there's no preparing in this space. I can only take care of my vessel. So as soon as I say, let me get centered and I go to center and spirit comes in and takes over, that's, and I don't even know if that's a confidence thing, but it's a relaxed thing for me. Mm-hmm. So there was something that I knew when I made that decision to do this full time that I realized that this, I wasn't going to be in control, very hard for me to accept. And, but that, but that I had rock solid support that was in control. Yeah. Well, and you know what, you have a great, um, and I know people don't know, and I know this about you. And it always, it mystifies me because you, I'll call you for advice. Like, Karen, why can't I do this? And you're like, have you just told your guides to make this happen? And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I know this goes, I mean, from what he says, it's not confidence. I think this also goes on to that corporate America because you 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 know how to say, I want this and have it delivered. I need this and have it delivered. And you, and I watch you and I'm like, oh, that's my missing piece. You know what I mean? Because I lived in the world of nursing, you know, where shit rolls downhill and I'll grab right. it. You know what I mean? So, and I make it happen versus me being that person up there going, I need this. So oh, you for advice and go, Karen, how do I do this? And you're like, tell them you need it. Oh, uh, that's. Definitely. And I'll tell you that in my day-to-day life, I have literally a boardroom. So that's from corporate America. I never really thought about it this way until you said that. But I have a boardroom and I have a big oval gray table and I have these real high knotty wood chairs that sit around that. And I have depending on what it is I need, this is in my, this is in my out there space. Right. And when, depending on I'm what it is, I'm going to, <laughs> and I say, okay, Vivian's my go-to. So usually it's Vivian. I'll say Vivian, get whoever at the board at the table, because I need to have a board meeting. This is what I need. So you guys, here's, the, here's the mission. Make it happen now. I got to let go of it. Make it happen. Oh, so yeah, when I tell you that, and when we've talked before and I've said, well, tell your guides, tell your guides to make it happen. For me, that's what I do. I don't even think about it. I'm like, Vivian, get them all up there, round them up. Okay, this is what I need. Make it happen. I love, and see, and people don't realize that. You know, so (laughs) many of us, and I'm going to say many of us sit here in this this spirit world, spirit industry, Mm -hmm. Because mm-hmm. it is becoming an industry, you know, it, it has, mm-hmm. been. let's not even, let's not even sugarcoat that when it's been an industry for eons. Um, but we, we struggle, 
we struggle as a populace to go, how are we going to, you know, first it's, oh my God, can I really, can I really charge for this? Can I, well, you know what? It's a God given gift. Yes. But yes, you can charge because you know, your doctor has a God given gift and he charges, you know what I mean? That type of a thing, you know, and in every profession, it's really, you know, it's spirit driven on some level, but then to go, you know what? Use the other side, use the other side. That's, and that's what I would tell if I needed, if a client came to me and said, you know, what am I going to do this job or that job or this Mr. Right or that Mr. Right or whatever the situation is, I'm going to go to the guides to get that information. So I should be utilizing my own for my own information. So I, I do, I count, I count on mine. I'll just laugh right out loud all by myself. I probably look crazy when something will suddenly come together that I will have mandated to the board of the spirit guides and something will just pop out and happen. And I'll just laugh. The other day I was feeling um, just kind of just all relaxed for some reason. Like I had just taken the whole day off. I was all in a good mood. Everything was good. And my husband was really missing his dad and he was talking about him. And of course I don't read for him because I already know everything. Right. And so like I knew his dad, I knew the relationship and everything. Right. So I s called in my guides and I said, please give him a sign. Like he really needs this. So later on, he was looking out in the backyard and he said, oh, look, he says, there's a cardinal out there. And I said, oh, I said, that's your dad. And cardinals are bigger than just like a typical sign for me of someone that's passed. But specifically, they tied to his dad because his dad outside his kitchen window had all these bird feeders. And we always wondered how in the world cardinals made babies because there was always only male cardinals out there. We never saw the females out there. So I said, oh, I said, it's your dad. He's coming to touch base with you. My husband's retired Navy and blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh. I was like, well, what, what do you need? He said, well, my dad's not just going to show up as one cardinal. I said, okay, Vivian, round him up. <laughs> show him what it looks like. So later on, we go downstairs. We were getting some other stuff ready, and we walked by the big windows looking out. Brian goes, oh, my God, look at all those cardinals out there. <laughs> you know what they're going to hide what we don't need to hear anyway and other times yeah. it's going to come in in perfect timing so why yeah. not get, get it done get it done today i love that yeah. so how have you done this journey of yours then because how do you go from i'm going to talk to dead people to talking to dead people you know i mean training, been, classes, read a book watch yeah, a long time yeah really <laughs> um I, think that hi Mike I didn't see you on there earlier good to see you too um I think for me 
it started out in a such a space of affirmation. Like I got a message, I heard a voice, and it was it was so factual. So I I didn't have to wonder if it was real. The other thing that helped me was the first reading that I got in Houston that I mentioned years and years prior. And it was so spot on. It was absolutely an offer. So I didn't wonder if it worked. And somehow in my very strange brain of needing to know how everything works, I never even questioned how it worked. I, I just assumed that they were there and that that's how it worked. So the learning curve for me, the hardest part of just trying to figure out if it really works was for me, that was the hardest part that was gone. That was off the plate. So I started, um, the first thing I did in the space was in probably like in the early eighties, I got my uh, master in Reiki and we literally met in this little house in Houston and you really didn't put it out there. And it was kind of hush hush, but I did start to work with energy and everybody I'm sure thought we were weird and I didn't care. And then they introduced me to a lady, which would have again been in the early eighties that introduced me to my guides and told me who my team was. So I knew there were other people out there too. I knew this wasn't just a, only me. So by the time I got to the point when I had heard this voice and decided to delve in, I knew there had to be somebody out there that I could learn from or watch. And at this point, I really hadn't ever looked at anything. So it was uh, 2017 and CYL uh, with Dawn was on um, the internet that year. But actually 2018 and it was on, she did it on the internet. And so I got on and watched and I was like, oh, Sonia Choquette, Colette Baron-Reed, all all these people were on there and they were all talking about what they do and offering these packages. And Lisa Williams was one of them, which is how you and I met. Right. And so there was something about her presence that I just connected with. I could, I just, I understood what she was saying in between the lines. Right. So I became a Lisa Williams junkie. My name's Karen. And I think I've taken every Lisa Williams class. There you go. You have a lot of knowledge. (laughs) So I started taking circles and uh, she would force us to practice. So I'm, I will learn. I have books, 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 stacked of books. And so I, I'm all in for the learning. I don't really learn in this space by books. I learn more by hands-on. So I was very engaged in the circles, but then she would send us to breakout rooms to make us practice. And I'm telling you, my heart would race. I would be in a full on panic. People were dropping off like flies. They did not want to practice. And I just, I just kept hearing this voice say, do it, do it, do it. So I just kept practicing. That's what I did. I was talking to somebody else the other day and told them in a two month period, I had someone tell me do 25 readings in a two month period. And at the beginning of that, I was like, maybe I'll I'll do one or two. We'll see how this goes. So I did 25 readings 
And then I realized how much had changed by practicing. So then I said, bring me another 25. So really, I think as a whole, what I've, how I've learned and how I got into the space is by a lot of Lisa's classes, learning the techniques, learning the secret sauce, also being in a community of people like yourself that I can learn and grow from people that I know aren't um, unethical. Mm-hmm. So people that I can watch and pick up just small little things, maybe, or ask questions. How did you get that? Or what did that look like? And so working in the com- with the community and learning from the community. And then I would say it came from a whole lot of practice at the beginning until it just became normal. (laughs) I hesitate to say that for some reason, but (laughs) I guess because it's never the same, it's never really normal, but it's the work of it became more normal. And Christy, I know so many people are coming out to say hi. I love this. Yeah, it's, it is. And that's just, it is. This work is it's always normal and never normal. You know, I always tell people, you're always, I'm only as good as my last reading. And in my mind, my last reading, excuse my language, is shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's not what I think. It's what they think. You know what I mean? Yeah. My mind, did I deliver? Did I do this? Did I do that? And I've, I've got to let go of that feeling and go... I'm just going to see what else I can do spirit to do better the next one or open up more or do whatever it is they need me to do. And I love whoever is the client to play judge and jury on me. Does that make sense? And walk away. A hundred percent. I'm going to tell you something that is absolutely amazed with. We have this understanding that our parents and our grandparents loved us, right? Like pretty, it's pretty much a normal thing. So there's something to be said about saying at the end of reading, oh, you know, your, your father's here and he says he loves you, right? Mm -hmm. Like it just seems like it's, oh, well, yeah, of course he does. So I met you in Tampa, as we've already talked about, and we were working with people and a lot of the people were really new to the space and just kind of putting together how to exercise those muscles. So I was working with two beautiful people and one of them was really hesitant to say the message that they were getting. So I sat down with them and we kind of, we doubled up and we got more information so that they could get the flow of the reading and it was going better. And I said, okay, now's the time. I want you to tell dad just like how we do, just how I call in mine. I said, I want you to tell dad, look, I'm new at this. <laughs> and I need this to be, wow. I need you to give me a message to give to her. That's what you tell him right now. Tell him in your head, tell him you mean business and you need him to give you a message now. So she was really, really hesitating. And she finally, she said, all I'm getting, all I'm getting is your dad wants me to say he loves you. And the girl that was getting the reading was in tears. It was the one thing <clears throat> she'd been waiting to hear. So whenever we read, I feel like we really have to remember that it doesn't have anything to do with us. 
It does everything. I always set my intention and good morning, Erin, and set my intention and ask that things be delivered in a way that, that the person needs them. So to me, I, your dad says he loves you may not seem that significant. It may be something in my head, I assume. Right. So, but it was so significant at that moment. I was so touched by that what had happened. And I just, I found it to be so remarkable. Yeah, and it is. It's, that is, you know, that always reminds me of so many amazing readings, you know, um, because I, one of the readings, and you'll be touched by it. I'm still touched. I laugh really hard by it, but I'm still touched by it. Because have you ever had the readings where you're just in the argument, you're, you're the voice of the argument? Yeah. And I'm literally talking to this lady and I'm talking to her, her grandma, I think it was her grandfather, somebody, and they're arguing because you know what? They just were arguers. They were angry people. And all of a sudden he's like, just end this. I'm not giving, end it. I'm like, okay, what do you want me to do? And he goes, give her a kiss on the cheek and tell her I love her and just walk away. And I'm like, and I literally looked at her and I said, um, can I touch you? She's like, yeah. And I literally stood up in a room full of people because this is at an event you know we're all packed in there yeah and everybody can hear this argument because she's arguing straight with this guy and i, really <laughs> told, I gave her a kiss right here where he told me to go and i went i love you and i walked away i literally walked away out of the room and walked i did not come back because that's what he told me to do and everybody were like she just boom bawling yeah. and crying and i mean snot trails the whole 10 yards I had more people later on come because my table was actually in another room. Somebody had asked me to come and read for her. And everybody's like, what did you say? What did you do? Blah, blah, blah. And it really, it had nothing to do with me. Right. It's what the message was. Yeah. And people so to, like that. to me, it's not as good as my last reading because I can only be the transfer of the information that spirit will bring in, right? And I think another thing that people don't realize when they come to get a reading is that your energy, if I'm reading for you, is just as important as my energy for us to rise because we've really got to come up to come to even close to where spirit can come down energetically to get to us. So it's really, there's a lot more that impacts than just who the medium is. Now, I do believe that you need to trust and have confidence in and you know, there's a lot of just like a lot of not so good lawyers, doctors, everybody else, right? So you need to find the right person that you can connect with yeah. uh, to get a reading, but your energy is important. And spirit is very important. Sometimes and I had this happen at my last platform event. I had, uh, I don't call out people in platform. It's spirit saying, Get Diet. I'm here for Diet. I don't call you out because that's a safe space for you, right? So that you don't have it's to me, you could put your hand up and claim it if you want, but you but if you aren't, then I assume you aren't for a reason. So for me, what happened was I had somebody coming in and they were pointing the finger at somebody in the group. And I'm like, I can't call him out. I can just give more facts, more facts. After I was done. I got the biggest laugh because I immediately got a phone call 
And they said, hey, can I give your phone number to somebody? They were in your platform event. They were waiting for their grandfather to come through. And they were not accepting that spirit. And when you finished platform, they realized that was a very, very close friend of theirs that had just passed. Oh, but he was so focused. That's why it's so, I could have called, what if that was my reading when I'm on with him? If I said I'm only as good as my last reading, I would have had to say that was a horrible reading. But reality is then I came back and gave him a reading and he's overwhelmed with it. So it's, it's as much the reader and, this, and the spirit that comes through as it is us as the medium. It's a connection. It really is. And I guess for myself, I tend to, I do a lot of galleries through events, a lot of galleries and there's every, and I will tell them part of my speech is I will bring through one spirit today that none of you are going to claim when you do not claim him. That's okay. Put him in your back pocket for me because he's going to belong to somebody either in the room because you forgot what grandpa looks like and or You've all been someplace to tell somebody you're going to be here and they could not join you. So it's their grandfather. Oh, ah. going to bring the gentleman through, even if he's not claimed, because he is here for a reason. And mm -hmm. you know what? I Those are the ones that that spirit that comes in not claimed give me so much detail. And I'm like, why can't you just teach ah. every dead person how to do this? Because, <laughs> I mean, I've gotten... The ink going up the arms, and they're yeah. there, and they give me these incredible details. And nobody's gonna jump on this guy, put him in, but they're giving that detail so that you know exactly without right. this person's going, they're mine. Oh my god! And you know, and then you get that message the next day going, Thank you, I was yeah. able to deliver this, and I love definitely, that. you know. I I, I think I, I love being in this space. I'm going to tell you, I think uh, I've never been happier. I think that's, that's the honest truth. I don't think it. I know it. That's the honest truth. I love when they pull pranks on me. They do funny things. They every once in a while. And this, when you were talking about things that you say at the beginning, I always say, is there anybody or any, any, person or any subject that you're already aware of that you don't want to discuss because you have no idea what's going to come up on the other side. I've never had anybody say yes, but then I always say this, see this, this means shut up, Karen. <laughs> this means I forgot about that person. I forgot about that subject. Because I also think it's kind of scary for people too, right? It's, yeah. If they've never had a reading or like, you know, what can I see? What do I know? How far does this go the first time when they get one? So this is my, this is your free ticket out of jail. Ooh, I'm the truth. And this is another good sign. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Thank you. Uh, this this is one that they can use over and over with me. Right? Shut up, Karen. I love it. I love it. You know what? In my head, I'm like, you got sneezes, and then you got Karen's back up. Wow. <laughs> Every time you talk, I'm gonna wait for the boom. <laughs> I'll never it. have this yeah. kind of drama in the background again. This is kind of big. It's awesome, <laughs> isn't it? It's like. 
perfect because it's like you've got somebody outside the window you're on cue with. Like when I say this, do this. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, tied in on the guy with the orange jacket. You know? <laughs> yeah, really. I love it. Erin is like spirit is fascinating and they really are. And people don't realize that, that unseen untold presence, you know, now how do you work with that? Because that, that to us is, eh, it's just, they're there. They're, they're our friends. They're our, they're our peeps. They're Mm -hmm. our loved ones, whatever you want to call them. But for somebody that really doesn't know, how do you explain this? this world, this, this unknown, unseen, unheard, unfeeling. Oh my God. The Bible doesn't even talk about it really. I mean, it does, but you know what I mean? How do you go there? Um, well, you mean like, what do I do? If somebody asked me, what do I do? Yeah. So I used to say I'm retired (laughs) because I didn't know how to say that. And I also wasn't confident enough to say that so now this is what I say if it's really quick and I just like meet you at a cocktail party I get I say if they say so what do you do I say I talk to dead people and in in a quarter of a second you either see them lean in or lean back And if they lean back, I can talk about the weather, about their job, about the food, about the cocktails, whatever. If they lean in, I say, do you know somebody who's passed and you didn't get to tell them something or somebody who's passed and you never got to hear that one thing you were waiting for? That's what I do. I'm a psychic medium and I bring through spirit for individuals for groups and I work with law enforcement to help find missing people so then they're free to ask any questions or tell me anything that they want to say but that's pretty much how I intro if if I'm if it's just like what I call the cold call somebody that doesn't know me at all now if I'm with my husband who has no filter from here to here if it crosses here it just shoots out here if I'm talking to him and with I'm talking with him and I'm around people, he, he used to be when I first started this, he's like, I'm not putting a big neon sign in the front window. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm not gonna put one of those big neon palm trees in the front window. I said, I'm not a palm, I'm not a I'm not a neon sign person. So don't worry about that. I think that. we need to get you one for Christmas now. <laughs> talk to dead people oh because i'm like if you don't know what a medium is this is going to be one hell of a conversation that's exactly that's exactly right and i i like it you know i like to bring people in to open up their minds to see things plus i consider it such a 
an opportunity for them. So what I really like to do is give, give them an opportunity, I guess. I don't know how else to even say that. I, I just like that I can give somebody that opportunity. I, I love how you say that because, you know, over the last few weeks, um, it seems like people have been talking about awakening, awakening. I oh, personally yeah. don't like the term awakening. You know I mean? Just because to me, it's generic. It's like, God, yeah. we've been awake a long time. It's it, Now it's acknowledging, you know? <laughs> to me, I yeah. think we're beyond the awakening. We're into the acknowledging or the accepting. And, and sometimes we have to have a generation just kind of pass away for the next generation to take over. Right. You know, um, how are you seeing that with people? How are you seeing this, this awakening, accepting? Do you see that changing? I'll tell you where I personally see it the most. Um, whenever corporate America, whenever you're building your business, you're always looking for who your client is. What does your client look like? And that's where you're focusing your business to make sure that that client gets what they want and need. And my clientele, when I first started, was with the exception of one very remarkable reading, uh, my clientele was all women. Oh. I would tell you that now my clientele is at least 50% men. Wow. So for me, that's been the biggest change that I've seen in the over the last uh, little bit less than a year that it really started shifting for me. Right. And I feel like there is a greater opening happening when uh, when the men are starting to step up in their room. That's huge. Yeah. You know, myself, and it's, you're making me think about it because when I first started practicing, I'll tell you what, I had an international clientele before I ever had an American clientele. When I was in my practicing years, <sighs> I would say for probably three years, I didn't do one American reading. They were all international. I mean, I did a lot of typing so they could Google Translate. I mean, you name wow. it. I, like, I only speak English. So and I was doing it on Facebook, you know, Facebook Messenger because we really didn't have Zoom yet. You know, it was all that type of situations. When I go back and look at that and go, wow, wait a second. It was all international. It was people across the pond that were accepting and, and getting it. It's only been the last few years that, I mean, maybe three years. Did that, that sound like a toilet bowl? I mean, come on guys. <laughs> Kara gets a boom. I get the. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been the last three years that I've gotten more of an American clientele, you know? So to me, huh? it's cultural too. Yeah. Um, I, and I would agree with the cultural too. I think. Really? Really? <laughs> these these are Karen's dynamics, not mine. I can't rob them from her. <laughs> I do agree with what you just said about the cultural side of things. I had a, a, just an interesting, I hired a virtual assistant this last Ooh. few weeks. And she's in another country, which is known for their strict Roman Catholic beliefs. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, do you understand what it is I do for a living before you say I want to work for you? 
She's completely open and, and she's fantastic. But her, I said, what will your family say? What will your friends say? And she said that as a whole, she even feels that shift is changing within her religious community. But the other thing that I thought was funny, you said that you were using Google Translate and everything, talking to people in other countries. I gave her a reading so that she could understand like what it was like to receive. And uh, at the end of it, she was very taken. It was her first reading. It was a lot for her, I'm sure, to take in. But at the end of the reading, she said, I don't know how you do that. And I said, well, you know, spirit comes and blah, blah, blah. She said, no. She said, I don't, I didn't know. Basically, she said, I didn't know you spoke my language. And I said, mm, no, only English. She said, well, that spirit you were just talking to, they never spoke a word of English. And I said, yep, but they got the opportunity to talk to you and all I speak is English, so they got to translate. They Google Translate to get to me so that I can get to you. Very, I love that. I love that. That's, yeah. That is so cool. You know, I love yep. that. You know, so you had a two way Google Translate. You had to get it translated so you can get it, and then you had to translate it back for them. No, literally, I heard everything in English. The guy I was talking yeah. to had no clue what, what English was. Right. Literally. And it's funny because one of my, I will tell you, one of my most dynamic readings, and you'll love this. I don't, you know how the spirit has our library? Our oh, I found one! I got two! <laughs> um, you know how spirit we our life is our library you know as a kid I grew <laughs> thank you I asked for them they're giving them <laughs> in, in threes um, as a kid I grew up watching a lot of TV but old movies old TV shows like Shirley Temple was my thing you know what um, I mean all yeah. of them you know Gone with the Wing all of yeah. these all of these old old ones and it was so dynamic because I'm like terrified. I'm writing and writing because this gentleman's in Spain, doesn't speak a lick of English. I don't speak Spanish. Or I don't know how this is going to work. And because I was so nervous, I'm telling whoever I'm talking to. And back then I was practicing. I couldn't tell if I had one spirit, 10 spirits, what's going on. Yes. I'm in the very beginning days. And who I was talking to kept showing me different Shirley Temple movies and scenes. So I would see older Shirley Temple and I was describing and what she was saying in the movie. And then I'd see the littler Shirley Temple and I'd describe what was being said. And the spirits were literally using Shirley Temple. And oh. I was looking at the screen. I just kept going, why the hell am I dictating Shirley Temple? You know what I mean? Like, yes. Everything I was hearing and everything I was seeing and about an hour later, I finally looked up and all I could see was like little tears, tears, tears. And I'm like, that's all I'm getting. What? And he was just like in tears. He's like, I had two daughters. He was at first a Shirley Temple fanatic. He lost two um, daughters, one older, one younger. Older Shirley Temple, younger Shirley Temple. And everything was dynamically perfect. And how spirit went, spirit went, this girl's too new to understand a darn thing we're going to say to her. But we have yeah. a message that only dad can will understand. So literally, not only did he have to Google Translate, Spirit was going, how can we get through her to him in a way yes. that only he is going to understand? Because they could have given me everything straight up. 
but it really would have meant what to him. Right. You know? So, I mean, and that's the dynamics of spirit. People don't realize that. It's like, oh. it's mind blowing, isn't it? It really, it is. Tim, I need you to be, yeah, full on with the sound effects with Diet. This should be an expectation every time. Not only should Diet be able to call it in by the end of this, you should be able to do the same. And Mike, I, Mike, I just want you to know I also watch Tokens Heroes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> when I get a chance. <laughs> I'm awful. I'm awful. I, I can't re I can't remember things, Dad. I can't remember what that guy was with the spectacle. He had one thing he would uh what's that accent? He always said the same thing. German. I used to have. It was, wasn't German. I know nothing. That was it. Colonel Clink. I know <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I want to get into something you talked about, and that was forensics. You said working for the police, which is forensics. Um <sighs> How do you go from, Mike is, yes. Yeah. How do you go from, I see dead people, I talk to dead people, to, you know, corporate America, I talk to dead people. You basically kind of walk back into corporate America on some level. And people don't understand that, but you've walked back into the dynamic of, I'm not going to say the non-believers because they believe, but they really are. It's a whole nother world. It's, a, it's, it's like walking back into corporate America in some aspects. It is. It is in a lot of ways. So um, for whatever reason, um, I'm cons I love true crime. I'm mystified by it. I, I, I really, I am. I'm mystified by the whole situation from the brain and how it works to that would cause a criminal to act to, um, you know, the interviews and getting things out of people, which makes me better, I think, at my job as a psychic medium to the outcomes. And so when I found out that you could integrate this work with spirit into helping to solve crimes or find missing people, I thought this is for me, I'm going to do this for sure. So I signed up to get certified as a psychic investigator. And by the end of the work, I thought this is like my career in the legal field and working with divorces. Nobody's happy, right? Mm -hmm. There's, it's a very tough space to be in. You're dealing with a lot of trauma, a lot of sorrow. Some things are very cold, cold cases. And I really thought at the end of it, that it wasn't for me. And um, then I had a Huh? You're exceptional at it. <laughs> well, then I had a couple of people call me and ask me to help them with different cases. And I thought, okay, I'll try it. And then I really started getting information completely differently. Thank you for saying that. I, I, I heard you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, so then in the midst of that, we moved. And so we moved out of state. And so when we landed in our house, there's, you know, new neighbors everywhere. And there's a lady that lives across the street. And my husband comes in and says, I think she works for the FBI. I said, oh, isn't that interesting? So I chat with her one day out on the street. And indeed, she works for the FBI. And she works on missing people. 
finding missing people. So I'm like, okay, that's a sign, right? That's definitely a sign. So I need to be more open to that. Then I had a couple of people start reaching out to me with friends of friends and different things. And through that, I got connected to two not-for-profits. And so now I work, I want to be able to use this ability to be able to give back and really missing people is a silent epidemic. So what I found in these two particular ones that I work with are that they work with one, they test you, mm-hmm. right? There's no just sure, give us what you got. They, they, they really test people. And then it's all working with uh, law enforcement. I mean, one of them has just as many retired as they do active law enforcement, all the way down to linguistic people that will watch how someone's speaking or what their body movement is. So it's sort of as a conglomeration of yeah. both sides. And it's a lot of working on one really works more on the here and now. This child usually went missing yesterday and like it's like a right now thing but the other group is more working with cold cases okay and I love them both I equally I really it's um it's a big passion of mine it's a big way for me to give back Mm -hmm. and it's and it's something that I think really impacts I mean really it's something that can really help people I love that I, I do. I love that because as you're talking, um, I just look at all the different psychic mediums I know. And trust me, I know a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everybody <clears throat> really has a different dynamic. Everybody mm-hmm. has something they're just so called to, you yeah. know, and um, I, I love the fact that you work with forensics. I, I'm not a forensics person. Oh, God, no listening up there. Because every time I say I don't do yeah. that, you do. So I'm going no listening. <laughs> I am not necessarily, I will say not necessarily the forensics person because I tend to see, I want to go straight to the shoot. You know what I mean? I want to go straight to the, you know, I was a nurse. I don't want to go just get to the problem. Let's solve it before they die. You know what I mean? Right. That type of a thing. And I will go straight through and I will see their body floating or I will see whatever. And I'm like, oh. You know, and that's my brain going, you know, and that's me. I'd rather, believe it or not, and I can't believe I'm saying this, I'd rather deal with the paranormal, you know, which is not something I ever wanted to do. And I, you know, because I did psych nursing for five years plus prison nursing, and I loved that. And I love how the mind works on that aspect and how I can help somebody here deal with this so teaching has become especially those beginners and and watching that for me has become a passion you know what i mean so and and i and i sometimes i wonder did our nine to five jobs really influence how we were going to go into this you know oh i i I think i think because i guess i would like to believe that our our pre this world Mm -hmm. Um, jobs that we had were something that was engaging to us, right? Something that we felt about, something that we wanted to do. We all have bad days at work, but I want to believe even 
even, you know, I was just going to say, even if you are just in the service industry, there's something to be said. People say, oh, you know, well, all I did was I bartended and then I got in this space. But that's hugely significant because it indicates that you're definitely somebody who likes to communicate. You like the community of people. You like, so whatever that is that you've done, I do think that it, it applies into where it is we lean towards and I've never I've only had one paranormal experience and um I went to go help somebody yeah yeah and it was don't boom me because I don't know if I'm ever going back to that one honestly it was uh, I didn't realize how frightened I was until it was over and she was behind me kind of taking some pictures and mm-hmm. uh, just the stuff that I've seen um, and watched you do and other people in our space that are into the paranormal. It's mm-hmm. a little, it's, it's a little amazing to me, even though I see them right here. If I call them in, there's uh, something totally different about when you're dealing with something that's pegged as paranormal. Yeah, I know. And it's so funny because I always have to tell people paranormal really is just anything not normal. And honestly, paranormal is becoming to be the doctors, the lawyers, and the nurses. Oh, my. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us are we're, we're getting to be the normal ones. So. Definitely. That's you know definitely I mean? right. I love, I, I love I love what I do. I love all aspects of it. And I love just like you said, that people have different strengths and things and you can watch how they work and what they do, what the experience is. I'm fascinated by it. I am also, I am also, because for myself, I, you know, my bats once I have literally during that week where it's like, you know, they've gone through a, almost a year with me, you know, and they're like, yeah. Uh, and then the, this this last one class of advanced one is to basically find the dynamic of you. And they're like, what do you mean? We're talking. Uh, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I can, I look at, I look at this world that we're in this, this, this psychic mediumship world as if being a medical person, you know, like you're a nurse, you walk into the hospital, you're not going to walk in and go, Oh, I'm a nurse. No, you're going to go, Oh, I'm an, I'm on I can't even say the word oncology nurse or I'm a cardiac nurse or I'm an ICU nurse. And that's what you hear when you walk in oh. there. You know what I mean? You walk in and, and yes, you walk in the front door with this degree. But once you get in there, you start to specialize, you know, uh-huh. what I mean? and then you might have been a cardiology nurse for five years. And then, you know what? I decided to go over to med surge. I wanted to break. So I, I learned more of the general. I wanted to help the general. And then, oh, you know what? Oh, my gosh, that oncology, those can't, you know what? Let's get into hospice now. And and then you still have this array of all these amazing tools and all these things you do. Uh, the psychic, you know, mediumship world is really no different. Right. No different. You know, so That's now right. like, let's figure out who you are. Let's let's figure out the dynamics of you now, not tomorrow, not yesterday, but what is now. Yep. Because spirit's always going to change that. Uh-huh. I agree. It's, it's always, it's always a journey. Yeah. Isn't it incredible? Yeah. And you have to step back and go, Oh my God. Now have over this course of time, has anything happened that just surprised the living daylights out of you of, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing that. Um, I've had some readings really surprise the daylights <laughs> out of me. <laughs> um, yeah, I've had some crazy readings. 
readings. I, I would, I guess I would say I can't believe that I'm doing the work finding missing people, mainly because of the cycle. If you would have known me before I ever got in this space, somebody would have said, oh yeah, that'd be really normal for you. Then finally getting my certification and being like, no, this is not for me. And then having it come back on the other side of, wow, this is perfect for me. So I think that's a little surprising. I think that I've learned a lot about myself. I think, you know, when we go into a job, we tend to focus just on learning the job, learning the tools, learning everything is always more outwardly focused for me if I'm in corporate America, that who I am or what I am or anything, no one, that doesn't really matter. But it's now been a, a bit of a role reversal for me. So it's I, not only do I deal with the other side, but it's just as important for me to understand myself, to uh, take care of myself, to make myself better at what it is I do. It, it, I'm, I'm an integral and important part of it. You are. You're the so, only if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything so I think... I think that was really surprising too, is really realizing, realizing that that was a little bit of a shock. I love, I love that. I love that because it, that's what I think this, this happens to us. It's the dynamics of, you know, it, it really is. People don't realize that it's a huge dynamic. So if you were going to tell anybody, any piece of advice, what would you give them? Wow. Well, because it's hot on my topic list right now, because it's the 2nd of January, my piece of advice is to quit setting a New Year's resolution. Uh, to me, we're resolving to do something that just puts a negative on there. And it means you've got to fix something um, or change something. So most recently, my advice is quit setting a New Year's resolution. Um, I say manifest in the firm. That's what I say. So look at everything um, as what it is you're learning that things if you're going to resolve not to do that again, instead of doing that, instead of resolving to do that, Look at it as an opportunity to learn and grow. Everything happens to us for a reason at, at a specific time. So I think that it's important to just to keep our eyes and ears open to keep learning and growing. That's what I would say. I love that. Gosh, Karen, I love that. And I've put your website up on the screen for people watching to see, you know, how other than your website, how can people find you? How can how people... Let's locate Miss Karen. So thank you very much. Well, first and foremost, thank you very much for having me just because I love to talk to you and wasn't this fun that we got to do oh. it on the 2nd of January. Oh, you know, um, somebody better. Today I was like, Karen, yes. Can you? <laughs> I am KarenRomine.com. That's my website. And I'm on all forms of social media as Karen Romine Psychic Medium. So you can pretty much find me anywhere. I uh, do a monthly platform event if people have never had a reading. And you can actually, I can, uh, it doesn't matter, I can't chat. So 
Um, but it's on the front page. It's on the front page of my website, KarenRomine.com. If you roll down on that, you'll see a link. If you've never had a reading before, the next one's on January 15th. So I'm you going, can come join me. I'm scrolling down right now to try to find a link. Uh, here, here, I'm going to put it in the private chat to you because yeah, that one I can it over chat. to the other. That'll be easier because we all know um, that technology like here you go. Yeah. Uh, Mike, I don't have a book. It's funny you'd ask um, because apparently I'm going to have one because if you've ever sat in a reading for Karen, that's one of the hot topics. <laughs> Um, and so I don't have one yet. Oh, thank you very much for putting that up. The link's in the chat and you can come to a free reading. I, next one's on January 15th. And so you, you can, and you can sign up there. If you've never come to one before, you can join me and, uh, Mike, I'd love to have you. It's just, thank you, Christy. Um, it's just a good opportunity, I think, for people to experience a reading, which is a lot of the reason why I do it. Plus, like I said, is that I really believe in our space. There's so many wonderful psychic meetings, just like you. So I think that people come to who they connect with. And so I think it's a good experience for people to see how I read or what it is that how I do things. So to see whether or not there's a connection. So. Well, I love yeah. this, Karen. I, I, Tim's like always a lot of fun. I know Tim has gone uh, to a lot of them, so yeah. I love that. You thank know, you, Tim. All I can say, Karen, is thank you so much for coming in and blessing me and blessing us with your story, your experiences, just the fun of all of this, you know, and your big noise effects and booms at all the perfect times <laughs> and all of them were right on time, you know, and you know, <laughs> I'm a big person, and I think it's so funny because I'm a person that says, you know, spirit, I because I'm hard-headed. I'm always like, you know, one time is never enough. I want them in threes. You know what I mean? I think it's my my past. Well, life. you got it. And then I got three, and I went, yes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you know, yeah. you can't you can't complain about that. So again, Karen, I am so thankful, so blessed. I hope many people come to follow you and watch you and yes guys she teaches you go to her website learn all about Karen you know she's just dynamic just and I have been blessed ever since I met you and to continue have you in my life thank you I feel the very same thank you for having me thanks to everybody who's been watching and having fun with us I hope you all have a fabulous well blessed 2023 Beautiful. Thank you. Everybody else, I'll be back in a few minutes with your weekly reading. This is Yet here on Twitter Street with WLCODB. Thanks, Karen. Bye, darling. Ellie Weisenzell's Psychic Medium is a medical intuitive that specializes as a body code practitioner. As an energy healer, Ellie offers additional services that allow her modalities to be intertwined with energetic healing. Within your subconscious lies information that knows everything about you and why you deal with specific conditions. The subconscious can be considered the blueprint to your entire body. 
With Ellie working physically with your subconscious mind, we detect what negative emotions are trapped and where they are stored within the body that is causing you your emotional and physical pain. This work is designed to remove imbalances and correct them energetically, getting to the root cause of why you have your condition to help balance your body so it may heal itself. Your body is infinitely wise and wants to be in balance. The body code is not only gentle for humans, but it is also a gentle process to help animals. For more information, contact Ellie Weisencell at the website below. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so glad you guys have all stayed. Oh, I hope you all enjoyed Karen as much as I did. I just, she is a lady that I simply, I love, I adore. I have so much respect for. Um, just always, 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 always. She's just this magical woman and, and, and so well-rounded. I, I, if you're going to have somebody you're going to go look at, look up, um, she truly is uh, an inspiration and a person to go to, guys. And I, I honestly could not think of a better person to start the year off with. But but Karen, so I'm so happy she said yes. I'm so happy she came in. I'm so happy so many of you came in to to share her with me, you know. Um, and and keep watching for her in the future because I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Um, either way, guys, let's do our reading. Let's do our weekly reading. We're playing five card stud here. Five card stud. With that being said, pick your number one through five. Pick pick two numbers. Pick all five. Whatever you'd like. This is yours for the week. Just the dynamics. What's going to go on? What do you need to work on? What's happening right now? It's in your face. I'm using the Mystical Wisdom um, Oracle deck, and that's by. It's written by Gay Guthrie. Art by Josephine Wall. So I heard this week, this is considered the spirit deck. And, and I was like, huh, I don't use this deck very often. So let's let's bring it out. Let's see what's happening. This is interesting for all of us, right? Interesting for all of us. So let's pull this. Okay. Card number one, good fortune, invite magic in. Oh, I like this card. I love this card. You know what? Because if this is a card you pick number one, this is card saying that you have finally went, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to do this. I am done with the shenanigans. I am done pushing all this off. I'm done doing all that. And you really opened your hands and you went, come to me, Mama. Come to me. Let this happen. And with that being said, because it's, you never, nobody says, I want the bad to come. They always say, I want the good to come. And this is saying that, you know what? You're allowing it in. You're believing that everything that is for you is possible and you're inviting that in. Okay. And if you haven't, give up the attitude and start. Card number two, Battle of the Blues, take, take steps towards positivity. Take steps towards positivity. This is also a really interesting card because I'll tell you what, the whole time I've had Karen on, I've seen a sword in my brain. I've seen a sword. I don't even know why. But Battle of the Blues, taking them steps, changing the, the self-talk, changing, changing the writings that is in your mind, okay? You're going to have, you know, if you ever heard somebody say you have my truth, your truth, and the truth, okay? You know, and as you, you heard my catcher speak last week, you know, what most of our past is a dynamic of what we've made up in our head, maybe not necessarily what has actually happened. 
And I'll tell you what, this card states that you can rewrite what you're thinking in your mind. You can rewrite everything going in in your brain, okay? And that's what this is about. So in order to get rid of the negative that's going on in your mind, you have to change it to a positive. So if you pick number two, that's what you're working with this week. Um, card number three is the dragon card, discovering your courage. Guys, discovering your courage. And you pick number three. This is really a powerful card because you need to look in the mirror and say, I got this. I am awesome. I can do this. Okay. You are no matter what it is. Okay. This might be just, you know what? You decided to cook the turkey dinner this week instead of over Christmas and you've never done it before. So you're going, I got this. I can do this, you know, and it's pushing past it. It's pushing past the dynamics of this and realizing there's nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't do. You just have to muster up the idea of saying, I can do this. So card number four is epiphany. Speak clarity. Card number four, you're looking for clarity here. You're looking for clarity. So this really is, when I was talking about the decluttering, getting rid of the crap, getting it down to what are the baseline facts of something? What is it? Understand. Come, oh, happy, happy new year, Miss Yolan. And hello. Um, so it is about that aspect. So if you picked not card number four, it's seeking that clarity, finding the truth, getting a clear understanding. Okay. Card number five, the last one of this, we're going to do a clarification card. Vacation, time to take time for you, relaxation and adventure. Okay. I like this card because what, you know what? So many people look at a vacation. It's got to be that we plan it once a year. We go for a week. We spend all of our money, blah, blah, blah. Vacation, guys, is just taking a moment for you. Just taking a moment for you. And if you pick number five, this is your time for you. I'm going to say this in two folds. One, it's going to be taking that time to take time for yourself, but it's also you realizing it is time for you. Okay. And realize that every day can be a vacation. Every day does not need to be a struggle. Every day can be about you. Every day can be you doing what you love. Okay. So card number one was a good fortune, inviting that magic in. Card number two was steps towards being positive in your life. Card number three is discovering your courage. Card number four, seeking that clarity, find the truth of things, get clear on it. And card number five is that um, vacation. It really is about just finding those loves and, um, you know, what finding finding yourself within all of that, okay? Um, finding your passion and living your passion. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to take all five of those cards because I'll tell you what, they all resonated with me. Now, I do want to do pull a long-winded Lumeria card because they're long-winded and they're so beautiful, but to bring it all together. So you all got the card you pick or cards you picked, plus you get the extra card. Um, I feel like I should be on TikTok selling rocks at this point. That'd be a good time by passion. Mike says, this entire reading, my third eye vibrating, I resonate with each one based upon something in secret I'm working on that takes me back to what got me into graphic design and building my business. Oh, I'm glad that helps you, Mike. I'm glad that helps you. So let's pull um, a clarification card to kind of bring it all together. Let's pull it all together. Okay, so we got a winged wonder here. I don't even know what that is. I love that card. Look at that. It's so awesome. I want that big on my wall, different colors because I'm not a blue person, but I love this card. Now it's air. It's the parad paradigm shift, if I can pronounce words anyway. This is a time of tremendous change and the speed of our, of our evolution is increasing exponentially. We can build energetic sovereignty, inspire others, connect dots and receive and share the knowledge and tools needed for transformation. 
as we wake up, we can help, but we can't help but awaken those around us. It may start with an inquiry on what this fresh, new, and long-awaited breath is all about. An expansive being holds a tiny heart-shaped seedling. When the foundations are built on, on, come from a place of love over fear. We will see a huge positive change in the world. We can start with ourselves. How dynamic is that? To me, that's just huge. That's just huge, guys, because things are shifting, but it shifts here first. It shifts here, and then like the ripples of throwing, you know, a, a beautiful little pebble into the Comus Lake or Comus Pond, and those ripples that go out, the change starts here, and the ripple effect happens. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty dynamic. And I'm going to tell you, with that being said, I, I, I don't think I could have, we couldn't, the universe could not have picked better cards than what they picked today. You know what? I'll tell you what, just an amazing, amazing day so far. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about, oh my God, let's just get lost into our emails. I'm telling you, I got emails. I got emails for days. I got emails for days. Um, let's talk about all the shows going on, what's happening, all the love around us. Um, I got to find my picture because you know it's all in the pictures, and I take a thousand pictures. So I need to go way back here. I'm going to need a new show list, guys. Oh, you are so welcome, Casey. Oh, hasn't it been amazing, Tim? What a great day. We are up to 28 shows, guys. You're welcome, Christy. We are up to 28 shows, guys. Okay. Um, okay, thank you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna write tell you the list. Oh my god, oh my god. So I need a show just to talk about the shows. I'm telling you. So Monday morning, we always start with myself, school through spirit with Diet at 9 a.m. Monday morning monsters with Barnaby Jones is on at noon today, and he goes until one. Tonight is be the change with Miss Christina Bloom at 8 p.m. And the paranormal room with Christina Bloom and Logan Jacobson is on at nine, right after that. Tuesday, we start tomorrow morning with Exploring the Paranormal with Heather Lee. Um, she is off until sometime this month, not quite sure, but she'll be back on hopefully soon. She does it at 9 a.m. Slipstream Shaman with Todd Wilcox is at 12 p.m. Unfiltered with myself, Diet, at 6 p.m. Um, Tuesday night. And I'll tell you what, tomorrow night we're going to try something different. Mike Hatchard's going to come on. We're going to do readings along with his life coaching. So we're going to combine the two and see what we can do. Um, moment to Moment with Linda Hope is at 7 p.m. Paranormal Pete with Pete Orbea is at 10 p.m. So Wednesday starts with self-care. What's paranormal got to do with it? That's with Deidre Sanford at 10 a.m. The Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle is at 3 p.m. See and Beyond with Kelly, Br Kelly Eckhart and Cheryl Murphy is at 6 p.m. And um, the Missy Hart and Nicole Ford show, it's on break right now. Hopefully they'll come back soon. Okay. Uh, so going on to Thursdays, Thursdays, we have chat with Charlie with Stephanie Lynn at 9 a.m. The Tyson's gift, the Tyson's gift podcast with um, Brandon Wainwright is at 6 p.m. The Realm of Darkness with Rennie Rodriguez and Ashley Moreno is at 7 p.m. The Afterlight Chronicles with Nicole Strickland is normally at 8 p.m. on Thursday. She's on break. Hopefully, she'll be coming back soon. And Voice of Oneness with um, Amara Bonet is at 10 p.m. on those nights. Friday. We have got we have got the Psychic Hour Reading Show at 3 p.m. And that's with Miss Kelly Briacle. That's where she is doing readings. Um, we have got Twilight Tonight um, on Friday that starts at 6 p.m. 
On Newbridge Radio with Kevin Mackey is at 7 p.m. Twisted Ascension with Caden and Alyssa Mask is at 8 p.m. And Haunted Voices with Todd and Nicole Strickland. Todd Bates and Nicole Strickland is at 10 p.m. Um, and with that being said, guys, we still have room for more. We still have room for more. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? We went from we are getting close to celebrating our three-year anniversary here with the, the station. And the station has been going as of January 20th. My 52nd birthday, just so you know, also um, <clears throat> is celebrating our three years. And we went from Todd and then Todd and me to 28 shows. And Mike Hatchard is now in on part of the team um, helping to make the station bigger and brighter and more and the dynamics of everything. And he's going to come in again. Um, we are we are going to be talking tomorrow night. Just want to talk about this a little bit more in depth. My show tomorrow night, Unfiltered. Um, we are going to change it up a little bit. Is it still a reading show? It still is a reading show, but Mike and I are going to get on there and the readings are going to be a little bit more in depth. So instead of me going, Oh my God, as fast as I can, um, we're going to literally just, you know what? First come first serve. I'm going to, you know, do the reading while Mike kind of looks at the life coaching aspect. So if you're looking at, Oh my gosh, what's going on with my life, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to do the reading and Mike's going to come in to say where you're at, where you're going from, you know, with that. So I'm looking at the past and the present. He's taking it from present onto the future and, and see what happens. Just see what happens. It's going to be less people getting readings, but the readings are going to be much more powerful than they have been in past times. So we're going to see how that works tomorrow night and, and go from there, go from there and go forward. <clears throat> so let's talk about future shows, future shows. New book is out guys. This is my book for 2023. Yes, I'm still a paper girl. I'm still, I'm still paper trying to move into digital. I don't know if I'll be able to move into digital, but I'm still paper. I love my paper. I love, I love my books. The, the power of holding this book to me is huge. I don't even know why. So let's look at next week. Let's look at next week. Um, 9 a.m. Of course, it's me. But my guest next week is Ray Savano. Ray Savano. Ray is a manager. He is paranormal. Uh, Ray is just so dynamic in so many, so many aspects of life. Um, just an amazing gentleman. You really don't want to miss him. It just so, so much. And I cannot wait for it because it's really going to be just a dynamic day, dynamic show. Um, so again, please come on in for that. Um, guess I also have later on this month. Um, let me see. Mary Jane Brigger I have on January 16th. I need to write this in. January 23rd, guys, I will not be here. I will not be here, but in my stead, Mr. Mike Hatchard is going to run the show. Mr. Mike Hatchard is going to run my show. He will be doing the two hours in a Mike Hatchard way. And then we're going to finish up this month. Do your homework now, guys. We're finishing up this month with Brian Cano. So um, it's, it's really just a dynamic month happening. Just so many amazing people, amazing journeys, amazing stories. Just, oh. I can't, I can't even, I can't even express enough what this, this month is meaning to me, um, in all of its aspects. Also guys, I want to let you know tomorrow on um, the show is coming out. I thought it was next week. It's not, it's the podcast is coming out tomorrow. Um, I won't be posting anything until tomorrow online about it, but, um, I was very much honored for Patty Negri to come in and interview me for her podcast, The Witching Hour, and it does come out tomorrow. Not last year, not last week, like I thought, but next, but tomorrow. So, um, and look to the Facebook 
signs, look to all that type of stuff to know that it's there, know that it's coming out, and when to watch it. So, beautiful guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for being with me for since the day we've started this. And thank you for forever listening, forever growing with me. And I look forward to an amazing, beautiful, prosperous new year. And I am blessing you with all of you to pay attention a little bit more to the other side, to your guides, to your loved ones, ask them to come in, ask them to help you and create the life you've always wanted, you've always dreamed of, that you can be happy with. Okay, guys, I'll see you next week, guys. Love you all. Happy New Year. This is Diet here at School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Have a great day. The truth is here and now on WLTKDB Talk Radio at WLTKDB.com.